It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel. The accent is French, the way I pronounce Simon Marcel. Simon Marcel at your service. I want to start by this quick little story. A friend of mine, she told me that uh, they were already on the edge together for six years and uh, no kids. They decided to give a last chance during confinement, you know, when we all stay at home. And then she told me, she said, that was the biggest eye-opener. It just imploded. You know, there's explosion and implosion. The worst is when, like, you implode. The couple imploded. And I said, you know, the good thing is, yes, it's sad, but now you know. Because once you know that this person is not your person, you're free to first heal and, two, to find your person. So don't be afraid of the end. The end is what starts the next chapter of your life. And maybe it's a better one. Uh, any questions, though, about your relationships, call me 855-905-8255. If you feel like you want to share with me a personal page of your love life, something that good that happened to you, a romantic story, the rendezvous is the place for that. Just dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jeannette. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jeannette. Uh, I understand that you have a man that did something very special and sweet for you. I want to know what he did. Yeah, so um, my boyfriend is a, a musician um, just for fun, not, not as a career, but he does play like out around town, and I used to really enjoy going out to see him, but um, obviously lately we haven't been able to do that. Um, there hasn't been any live music, um, and I was kind of really sad about it, and we were talking about you know, just how I missed uh, seeing him play. So the other night, uh, we actually did a little cookout in our backyard, and he uh, he made me dinner, which was nice. Um, mm -hmm. And then he went and got his guitar, and he actually had written a song, and he sat down and played it for me uh, just in the backyard so I could have my own little concert, and I, I thought it was so sweet. I mean, it is super sweet. How did that make you feel? Oh, it made me feel great. Like, he actually put the time into... You know, actually write a song. I, I think it was super sweet that just the thought that he had put into to making me feel good. Definitely. Well, listen, I know that's going to make some of my listeners jealous because uh, it, it's super <laughs> sweet and romantic. I got one last question. What are you going to do for him to surprise him next? Um, well, since he made me a, a nice dinner on the grill, he made me salmon, um, I actually got a really nice uh, filet mignon to cook him. Because I don't eat red meat, so I never cook it. And he loves steak. So now he's, he's getting a steak. You're going to make me jealous. All right. Enjoy. <laughs> that. Enjoy. Thank you so much, Janet, for sharing that story. And have a good night. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. You too. I just wonder, I mean, how would you feel if, just like for Janet, your partner wrote a song for you? Let's talk about that next. How would you feel if your partner wrote a song for you? Like my last caller, Jeanette's boyfriend did that for her. I mean, pretty good, I'm pretty sure. Now, of course, if you're Yoko Ono and you got John Lennon for partner, or if you, Alison, who is the wife of Bono, writes songs for her all the time, I mean, those are, imagine. I can't even imagine how healing that would be. I just, sadly, I sing pretty bad, and my team doesn't want me to sing anymore. Uh, on air, so I can't do that for you. Uh, but I'm going to put a poll with that question, how music has influenced your love life? I'm just, you know, a lot, a little, 100%. I just want to know 
What's the influence of music on your love life? And actually, why don't I tell you a story next about the power of music on kids. It's a different matter, but it's still about music and the power of healing of music. Next. Do you believe music is a healing energy, healing power? I do. I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, you don't know that about me, but I'm a volunteer ping-pong coach to youth in detention somewhere in Ohio for the last three years. And uh, I introduced, with the permission of the judge, a karaoke machine for them to sing and record songs and rap. And um, we had some good results. We had some really good results and behaviors and all that, balanced down. So more than ever, I believe music is part of the art that heals your soul, heals your, your, your mood, makes you smile, gives you the joy of life. Listen to music. Listen to our station. I know it's maybe cliche, but it's true, I do. And really, music plus words equal tranquility and serenity. That's my belief now about that. You calls and your questions are next. If you have something on your mind about your relationship that you need advice with, dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Melanie. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I understand um, you cut your hair and now your boyfriend doesn't like it? <laughs> yes, that's the sad truth. I'm working from home right now because of the quarantine. And uh -huh. I figured, you know, I've always wanted to do something different with my hair, but I've always just kind of kept it pretty conservative. And since we're home, I figured there's no better time. So I went in the bathroom one day and I cut it and I actually thought I did a pretty good job uh, however when I came out of the bathroom my boyfriend saw it and he looked like a deer in the headlights <laughs> <laughs> so He's not a fan and did he say anything what's the status of the situation then so he said when, when I first walked out he looked at me and he said oh uh, <laughs> and then um I said, do you like it, you know? And he said, it's, it's very different. And I said, yeah, I know. I've, I've kind of been wanting to do a change, but I was scared to do it because of work or just because life was so busy. And he said, well, it's really different. Uh, I don't know about it, but I'm, I'm sure I'll get used to it. So not too bad. I mean, listen, I think that we can experiment. It's your own hair. I think it's great to tell before, actually, to when in the partnership, say, hey, I'm going to change my hair, you know, just prepare a little bit, your partner, right? But this is such exceptional time, such crazy times that, um, listen, here's the thing. Men have a different visual, you know, uh, sensor than women. You know, we're not so much into the hair, so don't worry. I don't think it's a big turn off for most guys. And men are so visual but we're visual for other things than your hair, usually. So I would not be worried. So really, relax. The hair will grow back. And in the future, if you want to change something radical, just uh, discuss it with your boyfriend. You know, I'm not saying ask permission. I'm just saying, hey, you know, uh, what do you think of that idea? Okay, cool. That just avoids bad surprises, okay? Yeah, that makes sense. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Melanie, and have a good night. You too. Changing gears, I got an email from Jason at therendezvousshoot.com because this guy matched with another guy and now he has a question for me. So I want to help Jason. His question is next. 
So I received this interesting email from Jason at TheRendezVousShow.com. Jason goes, Bonjour, Simon. I matched with a guy on eHarmony, and we hit it off. But he lives 45 minutes away. He thinks it's no big deal, but driving that far every time we want to see each other seems to me like a lot. Do you think it's too far to get involved? <laughs> Do I think driving 45 minutes to see your partner is too far to get involved? Hi, I'm going to tell you what I think. Next. If you started to date somebody, somebody cool, but they lived 45 minutes away, would you think twice about that because of the distance driving 45 minutes? Do you think it's too far to get involved? That's the question Jason emailed me at TheRendezVousShow.com. Jason, I'm going to be very clear. It's never too far when you're in love. It's never too far when you can't wait to see the partner. And there are people that have been driving way more than 45 minutes to see their partner. But maybe it's too far for you and you're not that into that person. And I say, if you're asking me, it's too far. So you shouldn't, go, you shouldn't continue. If you have to ask me if 45 minutes driving is too far to see somebody you're with, then you're not into that person. And my advice is to stop dating him and just move on and find another dude that lives closer or that you're really in love with. I hope it helps you and will save you gas, for sure. You calls are next. You have a doubt? You have a question for me? Call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Anya. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Anya. I understand you have a question about your boyfriend. What's going on? Yes, I do. Okay, so we've been together for about three and a half years now, and... Every year, except for the first year, he forgets my birthday. Now, the first year oh, no. he made a big... Yeah, I know. Uh, first year he made a big deal of it. Um, he took me out to dinner, got me nice gifts. And not that I need nice gifts. It's not the point. It's the acknowledgement. So every year since, he will totally forget my birthday. And then, like, I'll wait. And then afterwards... I'll be like, you forgot my birthday again. And to me, it's very hurtful, and it makes me think he doesn't care about me, and he says I am making too much of it, and I just want to know what you think. Oh, listen, um, I agree with you 100%. I think he doesn't yeah, care. Okay. 100%. Really? I, do you know somebody who loves somebody else who forgets their birthday? No, I, I, I always remember his. Exactly. I mean, okay. uh, and another question. His parents... They don't forget his birthday. No, they don't. Mm -mm. Okay, because they love him. Now, does he forget his dad or mom's birthday? No, he doesn't. He actually makes mm -hmm. a big deal out of their birthdays. Ah. When I think of it. So, let me ask you this difficult question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you love him? Okay, well, it used to be a 10. Right now, we're at about a 7. Okay. I think it would be worth to have a talk about what I call passive-aggressive. When you forget your partner's birthday, it's a passive-aggressive attack on your partner's heart and self-esteem. Explain that to him. It's a form of hate. And you take the, the example with his parents. What would he say if his mom didn't wish him happy birthday? Right? Exactly. He would feel hurt. Exactly. Uh, yes. So you take that example and you explain to him, that is the last time. And you tell him, if you forget, I'm out. You've been warned. But this is the last time. Okay, thank you for confirming that. That really, really helped me. I know what I'm going to do now. Good for you. Listen, I give no breaks to people who are too passive-aggressive and who don't make any efforts. 
There's no love without proof of love. I'm glad you called me, Anya. I'm glad we resolved this. That's good. Yes, thank you so much, Simon. You are welcome and good luck and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Coming up, I am going to go listen to Chelsea's voicemail because, as you know, you can always ask me a question and leave me a message at 855-905-8255. If you have a question, you want to ask me something, during showtime or 24-7 actually, just leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and we'll get to it, just like for Chelsea. Listen to hers. Hi, this is Chelsea. Um... I was just curious on if you've been dating someone for almost a year and they keep bringing up marriage and, like, you're not exactly comfortable with it, how to, like, tell them that without seeming like you don't want to be with them for a long period of time. Thank you. Chelsea, thanks for the voicemail. How do you say to somebody who wants to marry you that you want to be with them but not forever? Good question. I'm going to answer that next. Say you dated somebody who um, wants to marry you, but you actually, like Chelsea who left me this voicemail, you like this person, you don't want to marry them. You just want to enjoy them for now. What do you tell them? Chelsea, the truth. You always want to give your partner the option to decide yes or no based on what you really want. Right? So there's nothing wrong in saying to somebody who wants to marry you, hey, listen, I don't want to marry you, I just want to date you for now. Because it's your right to be honest. And he has to listen to you. So my recommendation is to be 100% honest. And then he can decide if he wants to stay with you or not. That's his problem. Once you are honest with somebody, you disclose your intention. It's your partners who have the information who has to decide what's good for them. We all have to be responsible for ourselves. So just be honest and go from there. That's my advice. You call the next. Any questions about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Mila. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Uh, what's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, it, it's kind of weird because um, I used the quarantine to really better myself, and I've lost a lot of weight. I've lost 40 pounds, but I don't wow. feel confident in myself and putting myself out dating. What do you mean? I feel like my body, it, it's not, like, I don't even really know it. I got, like, so much thinner on my own, and then if I try to take pictures, it almost feels fake, and, like, I don't know how to be my genuine self and really put myself back out there for the first time now that restrictions are lifting. I see. So you made the decision um, consciously and the effort to lose the weight. Can I ask you why? Um, I just got tired of not liking what I saw in the mirror. Okay. Now, when you look in the mirror, do you like what you see? I am really proud of the improvements that I've made, but I still kind of, I still see the old me at the same time. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe the question is not so much the body, but, you know, something is on your mind. Um, you know, a woman is beautiful with the weight, without the weight. Men don't think like this. So, Mila, the thing is, like, I'm a guy, okay? And mm -hmm. I don't look at a girl and say, oh, my God, you know, 40 pounds less or more. I just I look at you, I like you, I don't like you, okay? It's just, it, there's no measurements or this or that, you know, it's just, it's, it's what it is. So, if you don't feel comfortable online dating, don't do it. 
But what I would like you to do instead, maybe, is go see a therapist uh, for one session, uh, and maybe a woman therapist would understand even better, and talk about how you feel about yourself inside that body. Because I don't okay. think it's about romance and dating. More interestingly, now that you've worked so hard on your physical outside appearances, why don't you give a chance to the inside and uh, go see maybe a woman therapist and describe how you feel and see what she says. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Thank you. I feel you have a lot to say, Mila, and, and not about the weight, but about who you are. And I would like you to take the time, just like you've worked on your physical appearances, now to work on your subconscious, to work on, you know, your soul and, and who you are, and take your time, okay? Yeah, I will. Thank you. Good. Good. I'm glad you called. Thank you so much for calling, and good luck to you, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome, Mila. Let me ask you one little fun question to finish the show. Have you gone back to an ex just because you were lonely? Yes? No? We're going to talk about that next. Have you ever gone back to an ex just because you were lonely? Right? I mean, think about it. Have you or have you not? I wanted to know what you did, and so I actually posted that question on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, and ask yourself, are you a follower? I hope you are. We have some great stuff. My producers, Jill and Miranda, they put some great stuff there. Great survey, great best of, great marriages and stuff. Listen, at Rendezvous Radio, 100% pure romance. Uh, so anyway, back to what I was saying. Have you gone back to an ex just because you were lonely? 34% of you said, yes, I have. 66% of you said, no, I have not. And I, I have. And more than once, and I don't regret it. It was wonderful times. So, yes, sometimes we'd say, oh, you know, I'm lonely. I'm going to go back with an ex. Listen, any good day with an ex is still worth it. Who cares if it's an ex? What matters is you had a good time. Life is short. You've got to enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.